Merry Meet. Welcome to Witch Magic. I'm Dawn, and I will be taking you on a spiritual journey to all things magic and witchcrafts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Magic. Today, let's talk about getting out in nature. So now that spring is here, I plan on getting back to taking regular walks and hikes. During the pandemic, my fiance and I took walks several times during the week. Once we were able to go back to work, we walked just about every weekend. That was like our main thing to do. It was nice to get out in the fresh air and get the exercise too. We always looked for somewhere new to go. One of my favorite places that we've been to had trails in the woods and actual rocks to climb. We came across a lake and we saw beaver dams. Although we didn't see any beavers, but there were clear signs that they were around. There was a long fallen branch and we could see notches in it that looked like beavers had been gnawing on it. That walk took us the better part of the day. It was amazing. Yes, we got tired, but it was nice to take little breaks, such as stopping to look at the lake and examining the beaver bites. Um, the walks that, a lot of the walks that we take actually last quite a few hours. Um, because, well, not even counting the drive to get there because sometimes we'll take like an hour or two long drive just to get to the destination, just to get to somewhere new that we've never gone before. You know what I mean? Um, and we'll find that we'll leave like early in the morning. I mean, not too early. I'm talking about like seven or eight o'clock in the morning maybe. And we won't get back until like 10, 11 o'clock at night because we go so far and the walk or the hike that we go on actually takes us a while too. I mean, we've gone on walks for like, well, I think the longest we've ever gone on a walk or a hike was maybe about six hours. So it's not too bad. But if you think about it, that's pretty much your whole day, you know, but it's just so nice when it's a beautiful day out and it's not too hot because I, I really can't stand it when it's too hot. As a matter of fact, I actually prefer overcast days. At least when we're out taking a walk. Because when that sun beats down on you, it really gets uncomfortable. You know, when you're working up a really big sweat and the sun is just, just tires you out. You know what I mean? But on an overcast day, and a slightly cooler day, you know, like I'm talking like a nice early spring day like right now or fall, you know, those are the best times to take walks because you're not going to get overheated, you know, and as long as you have, you know, some water with you and everything like that, you should be fine. So <clears throat> we've been to a few places where there were waterfalls and running streams. Those are always fun to look at. This one place we went to didn't have much for walking trails, 
But we had to climb a little and walk over the roots, you know, the tree roots to get to uh, the spot where this cool waterfall was. And I had actually taken a video of it. Actually, I remember going live on Facebook with it. And that was pretty fun because there's only been a few times where I've been live on Facebook. And when I've done it, it's always nice to see when your friends are watching, it shows you who's watching. And sometimes people will react to it. You know, like they'll put a thumbs up or a smiley face or whatever. Or they could comment on it and you can actually see their comments and you can maybe mention it to them on your live video. You know, hey, you know, oh yeah, it's really great. Thank you for commenting, you know, things like that. Um, We have been, speaking of waterfalls, we have been to Niagara Falls. As a matter of fact, Chris brought me there last year and it was my first time ever being there. And it was so cool. And not to get too much into it, because that's like a whole other story. But you could see, we were on the New York side, of course. And you could see the Canada side. And it looks like it's just right there. You know, you like you can reach out and grab it. I mean, it was crazy. Um, and that is... The first time I've ever been to the falls, the first time that I've ever been that close to Canada, as a matter of fact, even though I've been up to Vermont and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, um, that was actually the border was right down the street. So, you know, that was pretty cool. But anyway, like I said, that's another whole story. But I do like places where it's more of more of an adventure to get to. So there's this place in New York called Watkins Glen. And there are many waterfalls and cascades along the walking trail. This is a state park that charges just a small fee to get in. And it takes just a couple of hours to get through. And we have stopped several times to watch the waterfalls and take pictures and videos. And there are so many people there too. Um, there are like 19 waterfalls and cascades it's it's crazy the trail is like going up steep steps made of rock and there are little actually little caves you can go through and if i remember correctly there was also a couple of bridges that you could walk across and that was fun anyway it's not really a tough climb there were a lot of families with small children when we were there so if you get a chance, I highly recommend going there because it, it is quite amazing. My daughter and my grandkids went down this one trail by this lake. And the trail was just smooth and straightforward, so it was super easy for the kids. And we made it fun for them by having them search for things. We had like a nature scavenger hunt. So we found a heart-shaped leaf and a woodpecker. Those were the two main things that were so exciting. <laughs> and... It was so funny because with the woodpecker, we heard the pecking and we were looking up at the trees trying to look, trying to see it because we knew it was a woodpecker. And when we finally spotted him, I tried, you know, I took my phone and I tried taking pictures of him. Well, wouldn't you know, as soon as I got him into focus, he kept moving to the other side of the tree and I would get him in focus again and he would move to the other. It was, it was like he knew that I was trying to take his picture and he did not want his picture taken. So it was kind of funny. We were laughing about that. And then finally, 
I said, you know what? Forget it. I'm <laughs> just, I think I got a picture of like a, a small part of him on the other side of the tree and he was just kind of like peeking out a little bit. So it was something. And uh, so my fiance and I have been on quite a few mountains. It never feels though <laughs> when we get about midway to the top and I start getting tired, you know, you go up this mountain, you're all excited at first, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to climb this mountain and everything, you know. And when you're about, I don't know, after a while of getting into it and everything, you start to get tired, you, you know, you kind of get a little out of breath and you're like, oh my goodness, I got to climb some more, I got to climb some more. And you know, you do get tired. So there is always, you see the people coming down that have already been up to the top, right? And they see that you're struggling. <laughs> and they'll say, oh, you're almost there. It's almost there. Just just a little bit to go. You know, when you and you're thinking to yourself, oh, yes, thank goodness. I'm almost there. You know, um, but then you go on and like an hour could go by and you're still not at the top. You know, I think, <laughs> I think it's just people are trying to be encouraging. You know what I mean? Or maybe they really didn't think it was that far away because they're coming down now. So, But I got to say, it is such a victory when you make it to the top. And we always like to spend some time at the summit to look around at the beautiful scenery, especially when you can see the mountains. And sometimes you can see a city skyline from there. It's amazing. Um. But then eventually you have to go back down, right? And some people think that it's easier to go down. Now, let me say, if you're not used to hiking up mountains, you know, you're going to think it's hard to go up and easy to come down. But I actually think it's harder to go down because you really have to watch your step or else you could slip. And I feel like it's harder on your feet because you're really, you know, gripping your feet so that you don't slip down the mountain. It is a little nerve-wracking, honestly. So this other place we went to was not really a mountain, but there was a lot of elevation. And at the top, you were overlooking a quarry. And we saw people jump into the water from there. And as cool as I thought it was to see people jumping all that way down to the water, and I, I can't even begin to tell you how high up it was. It seemed like a good ways up. Um, no thanks. I am not going to jump into that water because my only issue with it is there could be rocks down there. And, and actually there were rocks down there. And if you slip up and you don't jump the right way, you could very well land on those rocks. And I'm not about to do that. So no, that's that part's not for me. So anyway, I have told you guys about the walking trails through the woods in Connecticut, where at the end, there was a mountain of rocks overlooking a river. If you if you listen, I, I don't remember what episode I mentioned that on, but I did mention that. Um, I used to meditate on those rocks. Actually, it was probably in the meditation episode that I did. But anyway, there was also a lot to see along the way on the trails. So it was pretty cool. Like there was a little lake. Um... There was actually some lotus flowers near the lake. Oh, in the lake, it was so beautiful, and some lily pads, and uh, 
you know, you get to see frogs in, in the little pond or little lake, little pond, whatever it was, and fish, you know. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. And there were actually different ways to go down those trails. Um, I always seemed to go up one way and then back another way, you know, just to get a slightly different view, slightly different scenery. And have you guys ever seen a fairy ring? I always look out for those. I love when I see them. Sometimes I would get on the ground near it and just say hi to the fairies. And it kind of, really, kind of this is funny, but it kind of reminds me of Dr. Seuss's Horton Hears a Who when he hears voices coming from a flower and come to find out there's a whole town with living beings on that one flower. So, yeah. My favorite nature walks are trails through the woods. The only thing I don't like about it are the bugs. Some bugs I don't mind. I like ladybugs and butterflies and dragonflies. I do not like spiders, bees, mosquitoes, and ants. Oh, I also like praying mantises, grasshoppers, and crickets. Please keep the flies and ticks away too. All right, I don't know why I'm on a bug rant. We have, we have seen a field full of lightning bugs, and that was so pretty. And have you ever seen a lightning bug up close though? They're not really that attractive. <laughs> All right, I need to get on. I'm on a bug rant and I need to get off this. Um, I need to get off the subject of bugs. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do an episode on bugs. At least I don't think so. It's not, it's not written in the stars right now. So another cool place we went to actually used to be a family fun park that I've been to as a kid. They still have a lot of their structures up, but now there are walking trails as well. And there's also a 9-11 memorial and an herb garden. I was in such awe when we came across this garden. I spent some quality time looking around at all the herbs and the fragrance. Oh my goodness. It was amazing. They labeled all of the herbs too. So that was cool. So if there's anything that you're not too familiar with, you could, you know, you knew what it was. And I, I believe I took a bunch of pictures of that too. I'll have to see if I can find those and maybe I can post them on my Patreon or coffee pages. And this area reminded me of an English garden. It had a trellis and benches to sit on. Oh my goodness. It was, it was, I could definitely spend some time there drinking tea and reading a book. Herbal tea, you know, there you go. I have planted my own herbs once. But where I'm living now, I don't have my own yard to do a garden. And I know you can do indoor ones, but not all herbs are going to thrive that way. So maybe one day, you know, when I get my own home and I have a little garden, I can do it. Right now, I just settle for ordering them online or getting them at my local witch shop. It feels so good to get out in nature and spend a good portion of your day just walking, hiking, exploring. You get exercise, fresh air, and it's nice to know that you connected with the earth. So get out there and enjoy what our planet has to offer. You don't need to go to extreme, not not anything that I've been talking about. Um, you know, I've never gone up like a 4,000 foot mountain. I think I've been up 2,000 feet, but that's probably about the highest I've been in the elevation. Anyway, spending time outdoors or even in your garden counts as well. 
And let me know how you spend your time in nature. I would love to hear your feedback on that. All right. And on that note, this was kind of like, I guess it wasn't really an intuitive episode, but just something, you know, that I wanted to talk about. And um, now that springtime is here and we're getting outside more often, I've been starting to take walks during my lunch break at work. So that's nice. You know, I'll have my, my ear pods on and listening to my music or other podcasts that I, that I listen to. So it's really nice and I'm getting the exercise. All right. So I have my dragon oracle cards. And let's see what we get. Let me go ahead and shuffle them. Now I, I oh, okay. Well, this one, all right, this is what just happened. You guys must have heard some kind of weird noise. But anyway, um, I started shuffling the cards, as you could probably hear me. And this card really didn't jump out, but it kind of slipped out of the deck and flipped over so that I had a look at it. So, and it's funny because I think I've drawn this one for you guys before. So let me find it in the book okay I drew the ear and water dragon and it helps you to connect to higher frequencies and it says trust your intuition develop your psychic abilities be open to enlightenment and express your inner song and what it says about this card fourth dimensional blue and green ear and water dragons pour light into our third eye to assist our psychic and spiritual development. They help to dissolve our veils of illusion and enabled us to see from a higher perspective. At the same time, they bring us inspiration and higher aspirations. They remind us to trust our intuition even when logic demands another course of action. Add ear to water and you create bubbles and sparkling waters. Ear and water dragons bring lightness and something special to our life. When they soar and shimmer around us, a sense of happiness and hope lights up within us. They enable us to connect with our inner song and start to express it. And the guidance reads, Call on your blue and green ear and water dragon to enter your third eye to awaken and activate your higher fifth dimensional abilities. This will bring you crystal clear clarity and new vision and awareness of life. Your third eye is a very sensitive psychic center when it is fifth dimensional. The air and water dragons clarify and protect it and enhance your ability to use it for the highest good. They then enable you to connect to Neptune, the planet of higher spirituality, to open to new enlightened understanding. Choosing this card calls on you to use your intuition as well as your spiritual knowledge and wisdom to see everything from an illuminated perspective. Illumined, okay, perspective. Air and water dragons will then surround you and enable your life to flow. They will attune you so that your voice expresses the true notes of your soul. All right. Not entirely sure what that is telling me right now, to be honest. Um, so I don't know why that card jumped out at me. 
as I'm wanted, been wanting to read it to you guys. So maybe it makes sense to you at this point in time. I don't know, but we'll see. Anyway, uh, just put those back in the box. Let me read an everyday spell card. This is called Third Eye Opener. <laughs> okay, now I know why that card, that Dragon Oracle card, jumped out at us. It was talking about Third Eye Intuition, and here we are doing a spell for Third Eye Opener. Okay, all right, universe, you're telling us what we need to know. By the way, if you are new to this podcast, um, I have read these Dragon Oracle cards before. They're just called Dragon Oracle cards. And the artwork is by Carla Lee Morrow. And the card deck is by Diana Cooper. So they're pretty cool. Nice illustrations if you love dragons. To me, they're a little difficult to read, to understand. Um, and there's definitely, there's different... Um, sections in it to read so you have all kinds of different dragons so but check it out if you want you know it is pretty cool so anyway this spell um the third eye opener you'll need one teaspoon saffron 500 milliliters boiled water saffron has been used for centuries to bring forth psychic abilities and intuition create saffron water by steeping one teaspoon of saffron in two cups of boiled water. Leave this to cool. Distill the water and dip your hands into it. Then touch your third eye, which is at the center of your forehead, and repeat the following mantra. Ishtar, Athena, Diana, Astarte, fill me with your presence. This night I am whole. I am at peace. With each breath you do inspire, so mote it be. All right. I think I'm going to have to do this spell myself because of the card we pulled. That was kind of interesting. So, yeah. So I will go ahead and take a picture of that card and put it on the Facebook group. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in and hearing me talk about some of my adventures. I know I didn't get into all of the adventures that I've ever taken because that would be a very long episode and story. Maybe I could write a book about it. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, if you like this podcast, you could show your support by going over to Apple or Spotify and giving me a rating and a review. That really does help out the show. So please go ahead and do that. It only takes a minute. Share this show with your family and friends and come join us on the Facebook group. You can also connect with me on Instagram and Twitter, as well as donation sites such as Patreon and Coffee where you get perks for making donations. All right, until next time, have a very magical week. So that's going to do it for today. I will be airing these podcasts about once a week, so be sure to tune in. You might want to choose to get notified when I air so that you don't miss a thing. If you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me on my Facebook group. I will leave the link to that along with my website on the show notes. Blessed be. Blessed be.